Today is July 12th, and I want to wish you, Bill, a happy Nadam. Thank you, Marco. Happy Nadam to you. It's a traditional festival in Mongolia. The festival is also locally termed as the Three Games of Men. The games are Mongolian wrestling, horse racing, and archery. Oh, interesting. And that's held throughout the country during midsummer. Women have started participating in the archery and the girls and girls in horse racing games, but not in Mongolian wrestling. Hmm, interesting. Which of those three games would you be best at? The wrestling, the horse racing, or the archery? I'll be at the bar the entire time drinking uh, yak mead or whatever it is that is the uh, specialty in Mongolia. Fair enough. Send your this letters is- of complaints to me at bornonthisdaypodcast.gmail.com. Always send them to Bill. Yeah. Bill at Born on This Day. Um, I do want to say, Bill, that people born on this day, it's said that they are talkative but caring, creative people. Hmm. Sociable and charismatic are two of the traits that make this person a great combination or make a great combination in this person. The July 12th birthday personality characteristics say that those born on this day are typically are typically confident crabs, but desire the touch of the warm and loving hand. Oh, wow. Getting a little suggestive there. All right, let's move on to the birthdays. All right. She first caught our attention on House of Cards, then quickly became a star with her Emmy and Golden Globe winning turn on the hit series The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Rachel Brosnahan was born on this day in Milwaukee in 1990. I enjoy the show. Me too. More than her, and I enjoy the people around her better than her portrayal. Oh, interesting. I like her a lot on that show. I just don't buy her. I don't know. I buy everyone around her. I think Tony Shalhoub is fantastic. But she leaves me wanting more. Interesting. And it's funny because most of the main cast aren't Jews. And yet, yeah. uh, uh, do you feel like she doesn't pull that aspect of it off? Because she doesn't I, seem I, to me. I honestly feel that she doesn't bring that, bring, bring what's necessary for the time period. And for and the fact that, you know, I don't think it would be that hard to find a Jewish person to play a comedian. <laughs> in show business, it might be. In show business yeah. in general, right? So I think I'm taken, even though I'm not Jewish, I'm taken aback by that. It bothers me a bit. Um, did you know that she's also Kate Spade's niece, uh, the late Kate Spade? No, I didn't yeah. know that. Kate Spade's maiden name is Brosnahan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll cut her some slack then. <laughs> give him comedy, give him drama. The handsome Cheyenne Jackson can handle it all. His resume includes 30 Rock, Glee, American Horror Story, and the film United 93. He was born in Newport, Washington on this day in 1975. Jackson is an LGBTQ rights supporter, and he is an international ambassador for AMFAR. Yep. He's also an LGBTQ member. That's right. Yeah. We get cards. <clears throat> Do you? Well, after we publish our first sex tape on online, yes. What, does he have a sex tape online? Yeah, for, well, not intentionally. He, he was okay. hacked, and he, I think he sent his uh, his partner or what, husband, I'm not sure. Um, oh, okay. You know, uh, I miss you, here's me wanking tape. Wow. And unfortunately, it made it to the public. But um, lucky husband's all I'm going to say. I right. guess. Well, listen, Hallmark has to have a better way to send a <laughs> I miss you, here I am wanking type uh, service. Yeah, they need to figure that out. Henry David Thoreau was born on this day in 1817. Speaking of LGBTQ members, he yeah. was an American essayist, poet, and philosopher. A leading transcendentalist, he is best known for his book, Walden, A Reflection Upon Simple Living in Natural Surrounding, and his essay, Civil Disobedience, An Argument for Disobedience in an Unjust State. Walden is one of those books that no one has read, but when you see it on someone's shelf, you need you know everything you need to know about them. It's just have one you, of those things. Have no, you read, read it? No one's read okay. it. Everyone just knows it. They don't read it. 
Fair enough. Yeah. When his Aunt Louisa asked him in his last days if he made peace with God, Thoreau responded, I didn't know we had ever quarreled. <laughs> good for him. And and uh, aware he was dying, Thoreau's last words were, now comes good sailing. Interesting. Good for him. He died He died too young at, at the age of 44 in 1862. Oh, I guess that explains why he still had an aunt at that point. Yeah, fair enough. She first earned acclaim for her performance in Karen Kusama's excellent 2000 film, Girl Fight. She later went on to become part of the core cast of the Fast and Furious franchise. The fabulous Michelle Rodriguez was born in San Antonio, Texas on this day in 1978. We first grew to love Topher Grace's comedy skills on the hit series That 70s Show. Later, he confirmed his talent in the films In Good Company, P.S., and Spider-Man 3. He was born in New York City on this day in 1978. So Grace grew up in Darren, Connecticut, where actress Kate Botsworth was a middle age, a middle was a middle school friend of his, and actress Chloe Sevigny uh, was his. Uh, Chloe Sevigny was his babysitter. Oh, interesting! Hmm. Can you believe that? Yeah! Wow! What a world! I like him a lot. He's someone that I always think I'm not going to like, but I always like him. Yeah, he's got a he's got a real friendliness to him that that he gets for free. Yeah. Anna Friel broke out in the 90s in the film The Land Girls. Later, she appeared on Pushing Daisies. She was born in Lancashire, England on this day in 1976. She starred as a chess player in the music video for Manic Street's Preacher's single It's Not War, Just the End of Love, alongside actor Michael Sheen. Hmm. I love I love mentioning when people when actors were in music videos. Yeah, for sure. Tamsin Gregg has appeared in the films Shaun of the Dead and Tamara Drew, but I love her best for her performance on the hilarious British comedy series Episodes, co-starring Matt LeBlanc. She was born in Kent, England on this day in 1966. Bill, she was fantastic in Episodes. Yeah, it's a great show. So hilarious. Great show. Yeah. Cheryl Ladd was the gorgeous star of Charlie's Angels, who more recently appeared in American Crime Story and the show Las Vegas. She was born in Huron, South Dakota, on this day in 1951. She wasn't my favorite angel, Bill. Who was yours? I've never watched that show. Okay. Yeah. But I I don't know. Who do I love the most? I love Kate Jackson. I love, right. I loved Farrah, too. I don't know. I thought they were all mm-hmm. cool. I remember I was a young child when it was out, and I could, yeah. I barely remember it, but yeah. I've always meant to to go back and like find that show and just watch Mm -hmm. all of it. Yeah. (laughs) Jamie Sheridan is a character actor who has appeared in high profile projects like Sully, the ice storm and spotlight, as well as recurring on the series arrow. He was born in Pasadena, California on this day in 1951. Malala Yousafzai is a Pakistani activist for female education and the youngest Nobel prize laureate. Mm -hmm. She is known for human rights advocacy, especially the education of women and children in her uh, country of Pakistan, where the local Taliban had banned girls from attending school. And on October 9th, 2012, while on a bus after taking an exam, she and two other girls were shot by the Taliban. Uh, She survived, even though she was shot in the head. And in 2013, she co-authored I Am Malala, an international bestseller, and her advocacy has grown into an international movement. And according to the former Pakistani prime minister, she has become the most prominent citizen of that country. And there, my friend, is a badass at her best. For sure. I, I listened to the audio version of that book, which she reads. So hearing, you know, this delightful young lady reading, <laughs> reading out this really upsetting and uh, but also very inspiring story was quite the experience. She's uh, she's quite wonderful. 
Oh, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I didn't realize that she reads her audio book and mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to that next. Highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah. The fabulous Mel Harris has appeared in the films Canine and The Page Master, but I remember her best for her superb lead performance on the series 30-something. She was born in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania on this day in 1956. Bill, she is no longer 30-something. She's more like double 30-something. Okay, she knows that, Marco. Jeez. Listen, I'm not... She's she's great. Don't get me wrong. That show is stuff. still so good, and... Uh, they took it off of Hoopla before I was finished watching season one, and I was so pissed off. I think I was like one episode shy of the first season. I've um, never seen it's it. It's so good. Oh, okay. In the 60s, Bill Cosby was one of the most successful stand-up comics. In the 80s, he was the king of sitcom television as the patriarch on the highly rated The Cosby Show. Years of rumors and random stories came together recently and resulted in more than 25 women publicly accusing him of rape and or assault, for which he was sentenced to prison in 2018. He was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on this day in 1937. Bill, I never liked Bill Cosby. I even liked him. I never liked that show. When his show was huge, I remember everybody talked about it. And I always had a problem with the fact that he would, you know, um, call up comedians like Eddie Murphy and mm-hmm. scold them on using, you know, strong language in their acts. And I always had a problem with that. Yeah, he was very old fashioned that way. Yeah. And that's the irony of what ended up yeah. happening and what we ended up finding out about him. But that's always the case, which is that the people who preach hardest about something are always the opposite in private. It's um, true. But, um, but aside from that, uh, I also just never liked that show. Fair enough. Yeah. Hey, if you listen to the podcast Chasing Cosby. I have not, no. So if you want to know in detail what brought him down and his hubris, uh, listen to Chasing Cosby. It's a great yeah. podcast. Yeah. I wonder if they serve a lot of jello pudding in jail and if it's like oh. ironic every time he's served one. I don't know. Well, that would be just desserts. Lisa Nicole Carson is best known as Allie McBeal's delightful roommate, Renee, but she also appeared on ER and in the films Life, Jason's Lyric, and Devil in a Blue Dress. She was born in Brooklyn on this day in 1969. In 2017, she starred in the BET miniseries, The New Edition Story. Oh. And how much do I want to see that now? Comedian Jay Thomas was Jerry on Murphy Brown and won two Emmys for his performance, but also appeared in Mr. Holland's Opus and more recently on Ray Donovan. He was born in Kermit, Texas on this day in 1948 and died in 2017 at the age of 69. I always had a problem with him and I was glad he was fired from Cheers for saying disparaging remarks about Rhea Perlman. I did not know that. I also didn't know he died until uh, we did this episode. Hmm. Yeah, he said that like like he hated kissing Rhea Perlman on the show. He said... Oh, horrible things. Yeah. No one says that out loud. You think those things about Rhea Perlman. You don't say them out loud. Jesus. Listen, you can think whatever you want about Rhea Perlman, but I love her and Mm. don't, don't say it out loud. Well, she's on the market again, Marco. So now's your chance. I don't have a problem with Leah. Okay. I don't have a problem with Leah anytime. Say her name right if you want to anytime. Call me. You love a woman who makes you feel tall. That's really what it is. (laughs) She's great. I love a woman with talent. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loved Uncle Milty, the comedian who appeared on everything from The Dick Powell Show to Love Boat to Beverly Hills 90210. Milton Berle was born in New York City on this day in 1908 and died in 2002 at the age of 93. I'll tell you one person who didn't love Uncle Milty, RuPaul. Really? 
Do you remember the dust-up that RuPaul had with him on MTV? I did not. No, I don't. At the awards? No. Oh, Bill, you need to go and watch the clip of RuPaul and uh, Milton Burles presenting an award for the MTV Awards. It is so great. And then I read RuPaul's biography Mm -hmm. and uh, explains what happened um, in that that incident. And I am not a fan of Uncle Milty anymore. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Producer Brian Grazer's collaborations with Ron Howard in the 80s, including the films Splash and Parenthood, led to him becoming one of Hollywood's most powerful producers, going on to make the films Apollo 13, Inside Man, and The Da Vinci Code, plus the show's 24, Parenthood, and Arrested Development. He won an Oscar for A Beautiful Mind and was born on this day in Los Angeles in 1951. And my favorite of those films is Splash. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Bea Richards was nominated for an Oscar for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner in 1967 and continued to act and teach acting for the rest of her life, appearing later in the films Drugstore Cowboy and Beloved and on the shows ER and Designing Women. She was born in Vicksburg, Mississippi on this day in 1920 and died there in 2000 at the age of 80. In the last year of her life, Richards was the subject of a documentary created by actress Lisa Gay Hamilton. Mm. The documentary, Bea, A Black Woman Speak, was created from over 70 hours of their conversations. The film won the Grand Jury Prize at the AFI Film Festival. Amazing. I have to find that. I love Lisa Gay Hamilton, and uh, I love Bea Richards as well. After I read a bit more about uh, Bea's life, Mm -hmm. I I definitely want to watch that uh, documentary as well. Anna Torrent was the child star of two enduring art house classics, Victor Erice's The Spirit of the Beehive and Carlos Saura's Cria Cuervos. More recently, she appeared as Catherine of Aragon in The Other Boleyn Girl. She was born in Madrid on this day in 1966. Milton Teagle Simmons was born on this day in 1948. Any guesses who that is, Bill? I cannot guess. Richard Simmons. Oh, I didn't realize his name was Milton. Yep. He is an American fitness instructor, actor, and video producer known for his eccentric, flamboyant, and energetic personality. He's promoted weight loss programs. Most uh, probably famous is Sweatin' to the Oldies, uh, that line of aerobics videos. And I mentioned the podcast uh, Chasing Cosby. I also want to recommend the podcast, which was out in February of 2017, but I think is great, called Missing Richard Simmons. Hmm. Does he end up showing up on that show at the end? Uh, no, he right. doesn't, unless they've done a follow-up. That was the, big, that was the, the, that was the big disappointment of it. Yeah, but yeah. they do talk to his brother. It's such an interesting thing. It was actually the first podcast I've ever listened to. So oh, interesting. I strongly recommend it, yeah. Today, we celebrate two technicians whose work has changed film forever. First, Ben Burt, whose work as sound designer and editor on the first Star Wars movie led to work on the rest of that franchise, as well as the Indiana Jones series, WALL-E and Super 8. Winner of four Oscars, he was born in Jamesville, New York, on this day in 1948. Burt makes a cameo appearance in two of the Star Wars films as an extra. In Return of the Jedi, he appears as Colonel Dyer, the Imperial Enforcer who yells freeze before Han Solo knocks him off the balcony. Oh, interesting. Master editor and sound designer Walter Murch has saved more than one film from its director's madness, including Apocalypse Now, The English Patient, and THX 1138. Winner of three Oscars, he was born in New York City on this day in 1943. In 1985, he directed his only feature film, Return to Oz, Mm -hmm. which he co-wrote with Gil Dennis. I never saw that. Wasn't that like a a dark version of the Oz sort of franchise? Yeah, well, it's closer to the actual books. I see. Um, the books, the the Judy Garland film is very different from the original books, and his was much closer. But yeah, even as a kid, I remember Return to Oz 
terrified me, but it also thrilled me. Pablo Neruda was born on this day in 1904. He was a Chilean poet, diplomat, and politician who won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1971. Neruda became uh, known as a poet when he was 13 years old. Among his poems, he is best known for his passionate love poems, such as the one in his collection, 20 Love Poems and a Song of Despair. And uh, certainly one of the loveliest poets who uh, ever existed. Did you ever see the film Il Postino? Yes, oh yes. I haven't seen it in a long time, actually. Yeah, that's Massimo uh, Troisi's last film, but Mm -hmm. it was about uh, Neruda. It's a Mm -hmm. great film. Yeah, uh, Philippe Noiré plays him. I actually recently bought the soundtrack for Il Postino because we were talking about it with my friends on Facebook and I found it used on Amazon because the the soundtrack that was tied to the film has the musical score, which won an Oscar, as well as famous people reading Pablo Neruda's uh, poems like Glenn Close and Madonna and Andy Garcia and all these people. And you really get a sense of just how gorgeous his work was. I have that on cassette, Bill. Mm-hmm. If you would have yeah. asked me, I could have given it to you. Yeah, that's all right. But you'd need a cassette player to yeah. listen to it. I, I struggled to find a CD player to play it on yeah. when I got the disc. There you go. Gordon Pinsent was running away from a girlfriend and hid in a theater where he saw a troupe of actors performing and it got him involved in the acting world. He formerly served in the Royal Canadian Regiment before going on to appear in countless plays, films, television shows, and Shoppers Drug Mart commercials, which is why my dad always recognizes him when we watch him in anything. He was born on this day in Grand Falls, Newfoundland in 1930. I met him at the Canadian Comedy Awards when I was nominated, and he is the best person to party with, is all I I can say. I fully believe that. He's fantastic. What a likable person. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy for all the success, and I wish Gordon a happy birthday and continued success. For sure. Bill, that's July 12th in a nutshell. Amazing. I hope you had a good one, because I did. I definitely did, Marco. And two podcasts to listen to, Chasing Cosby and uh, Finding Richard Simmons, my recommendations. Any podcast recommendations from you? Yeah, mine. (laughs) That's Bad Gay Movies or My Criterion. That's right. (laughs) All right. Until tomorrow, I hope you have a great today. See you then.